This is Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Number 3, The Power of Suggestion. If this is your first time stopping in, thank you for joining us. If you're coming back for a repeat visit, glad to have you back. My name is Thomas Miller, and we talk about on this podcast the influence and the power of your subconscious mind. And today we are going to go straight in on the conversation because I believe literally that this this lesson and this session that we are going to talk about literally can change every event, belief, and resulting circumstance of your entire life. This is at the core of how your subconscious mind gets programmed and the steps that you can take to reprogram it. Now, that's a pretty bold statement. So while we're putting bold statements on the table, let's just put another one down as well. This is a quote from Joseph Murphy, author of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. He says, everything that has happened to you is because of the thoughts impressed on your subconscious mind by belief. The reason that I'm doing this website and these podcasts is that for nearly 50 years, thoughts drove the outcomes of my life but they were not according to what I wanted to have unfold in my life. So I found myself at nearly 50 years old, looking back at the previous three or four decades, thinking, "Ah, this is not what I was thinking when I got out of high school. And as I finally unpacked everything that had happened that led me to where I was at that point in my life, I realized that there was one common and predictable and patternable consistency through the whole thing. And that was everything that had happened in my life was something that correlated to a belief, a thought, a feeling, an emotion, or a programming, either in my conscious or subconscious mind. It was something I either believed consciously, or it was something that was suggested or programmed or just ingrained in me since I was a child that had become part of my subconscious mind's programming. And for an example of that, You could go back and listen to the first podcast where I tell that story of the pastor from the Baptist church where I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who told me when I was about 24 or 25 years old that I was the biggest disappointment that he had ever had in his ministry and how that affected the rest of my adult life. And I would dare say that there are things that have happened to you from either your parents, school teachers, other kids, a spouse, a child of your own. It doesn't matter what the source But I would imagine that things have been said or suggested or implied or happened to you that if you unwind and unravel them like you would a ball of twine, you'll see how that programming affected your conscious mind and a number of events, circumstances, and outcomes in your life could be tied directly to that. Now, the other thing that's very important for me, and I mentioned it just a minute ago, but I want to reemphasize it, is that the things that I'm discussing here to me, are how the laws of the universe operate. In the next podcast, we're going to take a look at the one great universal law and seven subsidiary laws. And we're going to focus on one of those seven laws in particular, and it's not the law of attraction. I'll tell you that right now because you've heard a lot about the law of attraction. We're going to take one of the laws that you haven't heard so much about and show you how it directly applies to so many circumstances and the events that unfold in your life. These laws are as certain as the law of gravity. The law of gravity is known to everyone. It is predictable. It is consistent. It will happen every time. 
And these seven laws that we are going to start to look at in the next session are equally as predictable, equally as certain, and equally affecting every area of your life. The challenge is very few people operate according to the laws of the universe. They don't understand them. And even when we do understand them, it is often difficult to keep our conscious mind and our subconscious mind in perfect sync. They often are at a tug of war with each other. And that's when we get conflicting results in our life. We either get no result, we get a negative result because of a programming that we really just don't even understand, or the thoughts and beliefs that we consistently hold in our mind will eventually program our subconscious mind, and that will lead our life in, the, in that direction. Warner von Braun was one of the pioneers of the space program, and he said that the laws of the universe are so predictable that we can program a computer to fly a man to the moon, land him there, and return him to a precise spot on the earth with an amazing degree of accuracy. The laws of the universe are patternable, and they will affect every area of your life. Now, let's talk about how our mind operates. You know that you have a conscious mind, and you have a subconscious brain. And I'm not going to go into the various parts of where the brain operates from. I work in the medical field, and I've heard this discussed and have studied it extensively myself. And I think we get caught up too much in the mechanics of how it works and forget or undermine that it works. So let's don't worry about the limbic system and let's don't worry about the frontal lobe and the hippocampus and all this stuff. Let's just focus on that you have conscious thought. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Some scientists have said 60,000 original thoughts a day. But you know that your brain is always thinking. It's always analyzing. And you're talking to yourself all day long. And then you have that deeper self, that unconscious you, as Freud described it, that what we call the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind doesn't reason. It doesn't think. It doesn't analyze. It doesn't know relativity. It doesn't say this is hot or this is cold or this is good or this is bad. It, it simply accepts what is pressed upon it by emotion and belief from the conscious mind. And it works to make that come to pass. They say that the human brain is the most incredible supercomputer that's ever been developed. I would definitely agree because the subconscious mind can capture and hold every emotion, event, activity, response, thought, occurrence, event, outcome, everything. It captures all of that and it accumulates that for your self-protection. The subconscious mind also takes your suggestions through connecting with the universe and turns them into conditions, experiences, and events that eventually will fulfill the purpose of the belief that was impressed upon it. Now, you already know this, but let's emphasize because we're laying the groundwork, the seed, the soil for how we're going to grow what we're going to be talking about. You know that everything that we see around us in the world of matter around us is comprised and made up of molecular energy. If you're taking a scientific approach, you call it energy. Everything is energy. If you take an approach from theology, you say that everything exists and the nature of everything is God. The Hindus would say that matter, those things that we see around us, are the lowest form of energy. And the spirit world is the highest form of energy. I grew up as a Christian, and Christianity teaches that there is a Holy Spirit that permeates the world. 
There's an interesting book written by a gentleman by the name of Wallace Waddles, W-A-D-D-L-E-S. It's called The Science of Getting Rich. It was written almost 100 years ago. And in it, Wallace Waddles describes a formless substance that permeates and fills every void of the universe. If you think about a formless substance, if you think about an interconnectivity between literally every material space, everything that we see around us is filled by this energetic field, this formless substance, this spirit, this energy. You see where I'm going with this? Put your own comfortable label on it. But just go with me that there is not vast space between New York and Los Angeles. But think about an interconnectivity, a formless substance, a spirit, God himself, the energy of the universe that exists so that if you're in New York and you need something that the resource for it to meet your need is in Los Angeles, that there is a common and uniting thread that will eventually bring the two of you together. Can you believe that? Maybe it sounds too mystic or new age or do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Would you just try it on and try it on from this standpoint, that if you will study and master what we're talking about, learn it and apply it to your life, and then see if it does not consistently, patternably show up time after time after time as you begin to use this to manifest the things that you create in your mind And begin to see them unfold in the material world. If you will begin to harness the power of your subconscious mind and begin to use it effectively in every area of your life, at some point you will look back over the years of your life and you'll realize that the beliefs that you held fast in the image and the imagination of your subconscious mind have indeed come to pass. And I have such a passion, especially to teach this material to young people people in their teens and 20s and even preteens, so that they don't have to go through what I went through and miss decades of their life because of bad or misprogramming or because life just is so hard in those formulative years that they just give up. You don't have to live a life like that. It doesn't matter where you are now. If you grasp this material, then you will be able to look past your current circumstances, create in your mind where you want to go, impress that on your subconscious mind so that it will then go out into that formless substance, that energy, that God spirit that fills every void of the universe and begin to bring about the fulfillment of your desires. I can honestly tell you this is starting to happen in my life with such consistency now that I can even apply it to the little small details of my routine day. And I'm going to give you an example. To create this podcast, there's certain equipment that I need. I have had for the last 15 years a Mackie mixer board. It's a certain piece of equipment that you can buy at various retail locations who sell this type of thing. Here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, it's Guitar Center. It's really important to me that these podcasts sound broadcast professional quality. And my 15-year-old Mackie board had finally developed a hum in it that, well, it really just needs to be either serviced by somebody who knows far more about the inner workings of such equipment than I, or it needed to be replaced. So without visualizing anything, just knowing that I kind of knew the market and I knew the space, I headed out to the 
largest guitar center store in the North Dallas area, and I was going to go buy a new board. But I hadn't thought about it. I hadn't prayed about it. I hadn't envisioned anything in particular. I just went to the store because they are known to have the largest inventory. Well, nothing worked out. It just, I was trying to put a round peg through a square hole, it seemed. I chose one board that was like, well, I'll see if this will work. And I brought it home, and of course, it didn't. There were several features about it that just didn't work for me. So I took that board back to another store that was closer to me. So I didn't go back to the same store. And on the way, I decided to apply the very thing that I knew that we were going to be talking about together here. And I visualized exactly the board that I wanted. I thought of the number of inputs, the features, the price. I thought of everything that I wanted because I didn't want to spend too much. This is a podcast after all. I don't need an excessive amount of equipment here. And I visualized exactly what I wanted. So I went to this different store and I started to work out the details of the exchange. And they were showing me their line of mixers, which was similar to the other store. But there was one difference. There was one mixer that was exactly what I wanted. Oh, and by the way, it was on sale, 10% off. And oh, by the way, they only had one. It was exactly what I had visualized not even an hour before as I was on my way there. This is the kind of detail. This is the kind of way that you can begin to use your conscious mind pressing onto your subconscious to let it lead you into exactly what you want. I almost got chills down my spine. And as I'm looking at this board, I'll realize the story behind it, that that is the manifestation of my thoughts that I created before I even went to the store. Is this a little far out for you? Is this a little weird? I hope it's not, because as you begin to harness what your mind can do, then you literally will be able to apply it in every area of your life. All right, let's jump into some processes. Now, I want to give you some specific steps of things that have really helped me turn things around. In analyzing a directional shift, in other words, you're headed in this direction, and now you want something different. Number one, Clearly identify what isn't working. This is what I did in that year in the RV. I literally picked my life apart thread by thread and captured it in probably five journals. I don't know how many there are. There's a stack of them in a, in a box now in my garage because I'm past the journaling of that. But it really helped me to capture it and write it down. So list specifically what in your life, what area of your life is not working for you. Number two, and this became very important for me, determine the very earliest recollection of when this happened in your life. Go back in your memory as far as you can into your childhood, your teenage years, wherever it very first showed up. And number three, look all the way around that situation. Determine what it was that created the thought, the suggestion, the belief. Was it a person, a situation, maybe an environment, perhaps the result of an action? What caused you to come up with the belief or the condition that led to the circumstances and the actions that unfolded the way that you have determined that you didn't want them to come out? One of the formulative things in my life happened when I was about three years old. And my mom, basically, what happened was that she kind of brushed me off. I made a request for her to come tuck me into bed. And she was right in the middle of a television program. And she said, I'll come in when I get through watching this show. 
What I made that mean was, I don't matter, I'm no good, I'm not worth her attention. Was any of that true? Hell no. She was probably exhausted after chasing two kids around the house all day. There was probably a show that she was interested in watching. These were the black and white television days, folks. And there was no DVR. So she had to sit there and watch the rest of it. And she was just putting her feet up for a few minutes. So I made it mean something that it completely didn't. But it was formulative. And I could see how many times and how many ways I made that literally the programming of my subconscious mind so that it permeated my existence. So you've captured your belief. You've traced it back as far as you can see. You've looked at all the circumstances around it. You've even, like I did, like I just told you, analyzed it for what was really the truth of the situation. Now, let's formulate a new belief. This is the seed. This is the genesis. This is the beginning of how we reprogram our subconscious mind. Now, there's a little trick that I'm going to tell you that's as valuable as anything that you could ever imagine. Do the opposite. Do you remember that Seinfeld episode? You can search it up on YouTube. It's called, just search Seinfeld, do the opposite. And the little skit is where George is always getting the same result. And finally, Jerry challenges him to, hey, you always get the same thing, so why don't you just try something different? Do exactly the opposite. And so there's a pretty girl up at the counter of the restaurant where they're having dinner. George goes over, and instead of saying, oh, I'm not going to her out she won't be interested in talking to me and that's the normal thing that he would do this time he goes over to the counter and it's really funny you have to watch the episode but of course the way that it works out is that she's glad to talk to him and they end up going out with each other but the point is if you don't like where you are now and you've been doing certain things to get you up to this point formulate an opposite perspective on the situation be specific The more vivid and descriptive you can be, the better. If you really want to put some sizzle into change, write it down. Remember the journal. If you're even more serious, speak it out. Tell somebody who you know will have a listening for you, who will stand with you in your new commitment and even hold you accountable to it. Speak it out. I have a direction that I want to go in my life specifically, and I did a speech at our Toastmasters Club about a month ago, and the the title of my speech was, I Must Do This, and it was me simply speaking out into the universe with a group of people who would agree with me where I wanted my life to go. Speak it out, and if you're really serious about it, put some visuals around your house that will remind you of it, vision boards. I want to move to Colorado. And so I have clippings of Colorado in strategic key places in my house where I know that I, my eyes will fall on them several times a day. So at least at a minimum, create the image in your mind. Second, write it down specifically. Third, speak it out to somebody who will stand with you. Fourth, create visuals in your world so you'll see it over and over and over. Oh, this material is so good and we're running out of time. I apologize. I really want to keep these podcasts to under about 18 to 20 minutes. But may I just tell you about my brother? This very thing happened to him right now as I'm recording this. He is packing up a 40-foot Winnebago RV and he and his wife are going to launch out. And the first place they're coming is here to the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. 
They are embarking on a six-month journey of semi-retirement where they are going to travel the country in an RV. It has been a dream of his for probably a decade. Do you know how he manifested it? Because his wife was not in favor of anything to do with traveling around in an RV. Well, they bought this beautiful 40-foot diesel pusher Winnebago RV. And the way that he manifested it was that he made the picture of an RV, the desktop image of his laptop computer. And do you know, this is what's so just bizarre about this. He took a picture of about four RVs that were lined up on a beach one day that they happened to just stop in this little RV park. And there were some units that were parked right up against the water. And this one was jutting out just a little farther than the others. And so you could see about the first third of it or so. And it was a Winnebago in a particular model and a particular color. Well, you know where I'm going with this story. His is that model and that color. It took a couple of years to manifest, but the time wasn't right. And as we've looked back and my mother passed away and now the time is there and he is free and released and they are going to go travel and fulfill a dream that has been in his heart and his passion and his subconscious mind. With that visual image of that screensaver right in front of him every day when he saw that multiple times a day, finally brought it to pass in just the right time. All right, so here's the sizzle. Third, you have to impress this new image on your subconscious mind to the point where it becomes an unchallenged belief. And oh, this is where we fight ourselves so hard because if you develop a mental image that you want to be wealthy and you can't pay next month's bills, your conscious mind wars with your subconscious mind for the fulfillment of that because you're always looking at where you are right now. If people in the office don't like you and you want to you want a promotion and you want a better job, you can't get past the fact that the people in the office today are jerks and they're treating you terribly and you have a boss that won't promote you and all the various things that keep your conscious mind locked into today's thinking. So this is the most difficult, challenging thing you can possibly take on is to not look at where you are now. But create that vision of where you want to go in your conscious mind and so impress it on your subconscious mind that it begins to believe in that vision along with you. When you do that, your entire life begins to change. You've heard the expression, once you put your mind to it, there's nothing you can't do. Well, this is how the universe comes to your aid to create what may seem to you as impossible. The key to this part of the process is to so permeate your subconscious mind that it believes what you are impressing on it to the point where it will create its fulfillment. And by the way, this can be positive or negative. I had a subtle vision in my mind from probably when I was in my 30s on. This was was not a childhood vision. It was something that came up in my adult years. But I had this image of myself alone in the woods kind of like a miner back in California in the 1850s. But I had this, it wasn't anything I focused on, but it was just this, I'll tell you, it was in my subconscious. Because after my second divorce, as I was doing all that journaling and spending that year, (laughs) spending that year in an RV, one day I realized that I was in there by myself, working out my existence alone, nobody around. And I recalled that vision and I realized that it had come true. 
I didn't want that for the rest of my life. So I've gone to great extent to change that vision. And now I am in exactly the place that I want to be. And it's amazing. Well, I want to be in Colorado, but we're working on that. And you'll see that unfold through the course of this podcast. So often you will see in your life where this has been used negatively. The challenge now is to begin to use it positively. So let's review the steps. Identify all the details of what's not working. Second, trace it back to the earliest point in your life when you can recall it showing up. Third, analyze everything around you to determine how that belief or suggestion permeated itself into your subconscious. Number four, create a new belief. You have to do the opposite. Come up with something that's 180 degrees out of where you've been headed if that's the direction that you want to go. And finally, impress the new belief on your subconscious mind through repetition and vivid visual imagery. There are a lot of tools and techniques that can help you with this, and that will be the subject of future blogs and podcasts. The journey has begun, and I hope that you are as excited as I am for the possibilities. Your life can literally change into everything that you've ever wanted it to be. So I always want to leave you with a call to action, something to challenge you to do something. I want you to identify what isn't working for you. Do that first. Take a long, hard, deep look at your life and pick something that you want to work on. Write it down, journal it, and then begin to work through these steps one by one. I'd love to invite you to leave a comment of what you found and what you are doing. There's something powerful in putting things in writing, and this is a great place to start to do that. The next thing I'd like to ask you to do is tell your friends. Share this podcast and the website with somebody that you think could benefit from it. www.subconsciousmindmastery.com Thank you for listening. My name is Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.